Welcome to the Energy Medium Podcast. My name is Ray and I am your host and medium. Join me in demystifying the non-physical world as I share real-life experiences of the supernatural and insights I've gained as a medium and clairvoyant. For episode deep dives and to hear more about my psychic encounters, find me on Instagram at Energy Medium or visit my website, energymedium.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I know it's been a while and I have heard from several of you asking when the next episode would be, um, checking in with me. I really appreciate it. You guys are so sweet and it's kind of surreal to get messages from you guys and see how many people are tuning in and are excited about upcoming episodes. I really, it makes me very excited. I really appreciate it. When I created this podcast, just to give you some insight I did it as, of course, like a side hobby, and it was quite the learning curve for me. Sometimes it still kind of is, and what what I mean is when I had this idea come up in my head that I wanted to find another way to find like-minded people and and find ways to reach out to people that are like me and going through similar things. I thought a podcast would be an awesome idea. I love writing. I love talking. But I didn't realize that when I wanted to start a podcast, um, not only would I have to learn a whole bunch of things such as the podcast software that I'm using, I do all my editing. I do all my blog writing and editing. I do all my graphic writing and editing with the help of my partner who thankfully has a background in graphic design. So this whole podcast is from scratch my own. And I know that many of you might not know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about all the things that go into the back end of making a podcast, but there are so many things that go into the back end that I was just unaware of. (laughs) So today I want to dive into something that has been inhabiting my thoughts and my mind for a while now. And it is this idea that, not just even idea, it's this new realization that I live in two worlds and I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who lives in two worlds. What I want to talk about today is my experience uh, living in these two worlds, the spirit world and the physical world, and how how it kind of started off and how it's now settled in and what I've realized and what I still think about and some of the challenges I face living in these two worlds. Originally, when I had my spiritual awakening and um, I realized that I could see auras and energy fields and interact with other beings, spirit guides, and people that have passed on in this life. Initially, I was very scared and overwhelmed, but that quickly dissipated into this feeling of connection, love, bliss, joy. It was like I saw the world again the way I'd never seen it before, and I had this change in my thoughts about how I felt about death and rebirth and what happens when we leave this physical plane and illness and joy and happiness and even just human emotion, human suffering. It was absolutely beautiful. And that also quickly dissipated over the course of a few weeks into frustration 
agitation, and even to a certain extent, paranoia. So as the weeks went on and I started to see more and interacted with new people, people that were in my life that I'd know I hadn't seen, you know, these aspects of them, their their energetic body before. Of course, when something like this happens, your whole world changes. And that is exactly what happened to me. And when the bliss kind of faded away and I was left pretty much seemingly on my own to figure out what all this meant, to try to figure out what it was I was seeing. I got very frustrated and I even got a little like paranoid and anxious. So I remember that I still, even to this day, have these thoughts. (laughs) I'm going to just open up my thought bank to you guys. Initially, it was so blissful and beautiful. And I almost felt like I had this secret not a secret in a bad way, like I was hiding something from the world, a secret in a way of I had this little gem in my pocket that I knew was going to bring me so much more purpose and meaning to my life. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, what a precious gift I've been given. This gem that I have had this, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this new gift. It quickly turned into a little bit of yeah, frustration and paranoia. And I would have these thoughts. I felt so vulnerable is the best way I can put it. I felt like I was exposed. I felt like I would walk outside and there would be someone, you know, around me who was also a seer or maybe also had this intuitive side to them. And they would just see me fully exposed as like this newbie this novice in the field of energy and the spiritual realm. And I felt like um, that made me very vulnerable to evil spirits. It made me very vulnerable to people with bad intentions or the energy energy that wasn't out for my highest good. And so I kind of had this uh, immediate feeling and need Uh, to try to protect myself from other people, to close myself off from people, especially strangers I didn't know. I used to think, and I still do think, I'm not going to lie to this point, that when children see me, they can see what I see, or perhaps more. They can see more than what I can. I felt like they could just see right through me. And it made me very scared and very nervous and it it made me very avoidant of people. To this day, I still struggle with wanting to avoid people and wanting to avoid uh, just exposing myself, I guess, energetically to people because I feel like they have more power than me or something. And I was just, and still am, I won't lie, very frustrated with that and um, felt, yeah, almost like I was, again, starting over. I was a newbie. I had no solid ground behind me. And when I would see things appear in people's auras around them or have these interactions with the spirit world, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what colors meant or what sparks meant. Looking back on it now, I realized that was a very normal response. I mean, just imagine, imagine you are all of a sudden placed in another country where people are speaking a different language. You now have to find a job or a new purpose in this country and 
Like imagine going to another country without an iPhone, without a search engine in your pocket that had a map for you if you needed to find your way, that had Google Translate. So if you didn't understand what someone was saying, you could have them talk into your phone or maybe you could type it in and then, oh, okay, I get this now. It was like I was placed into a whole nother world without without a smartphone in my pocket. And it was extremely frustrating, right? Because we live in a world now where if you don't understand something, if something doesn't make sense, well, it's a Google away. There is no spiritual guru Google out there that can just explain everything to you. People are out there and people share their stories and they make YouTube videos and they do try to explain the aura. And if you Google colors of the aura, you're going to get a very vague, somewhat helpful, but kind of not really generalization of what colors mean. And that was really where I was at. And now that a couple of years have gone by, I've you know, grown in my patience. I've started to let a lot of these frustrations and anxieties and paranoias go. I'm more trusting now of what I see. I've now started, of course, over my time working with people in my field of body work and massage and what have you. I now am starting to understand and take mental notes and even write down patterns of things. I'm building my encyclopedia. (laughs) And I think that's why uh, spiritual awakenings are so hard. Again, it's because you're literally rewriting the book, the dictionary of, of life and what it means. And a lot of times we don't have a mentor who's been through the exact same. I've been very lucky to stumble upon the books by Barbara Brennan. She's a seer as well. And I've talked about her books. I've talked about her work in my previous podcasts. So she, you know, even though she doesn't know me, she has no idea who I am. She has very much been a mentor to me, her work and her writings. I've also stumbled upon a couple of YouTubers, one of them being Christina Lopes. I think I share a Christina Lopes YouTube video every time I make a podcast because she has also been a very solid and sound and reasonable person who has been through her own journey and has now dedicated her life to helping other people through their spiritual journeys. And I'm so glad to have found her. Again, she has no idea who I am, but I consider her and her work a a mentor for me. And now that more time has gone on, I'm starting to settle into this this new way of being. And I I'm very grateful because in in a lot of ways, my life has just become more normal. I find myself being able to have the interactions I used to have with people, being able to laugh about things, and I'm not so distracted about things. I don't take things so seriously anymore. When my spiritual awakening first started, and again, I started seeing all these things that I'd never seen before, life became so serious. It it was almost like I had to, I felt like I had to hyper-focus on people. Um, I had to hyper-focus on myself and my surroundings at all times. It was kind of exhausting. And now I'm in this, I don't know, middle ground and it's, it's beautiful. It's much more enjoyable, but I'm also still, sometimes I find myself still confused and still again in another country without a, a Google Maps. So that's, 
the update for how I'm feeling currently in these in my spiritual realm. What I find interesting about where I'm at currently in the physical realm is I'm very much in the same place that I was when I first started on my spiritual journey a couple of years ago. And unfortunately, what I mean by that is I'm finding myself distracted, paranoid, frustrated, and worried because there's a lot that I don't know or understand. As I'm sure a lot of you have noticed, our world is changing. It's always changing and it always has been and it always will be. But we're going through some pretty intense changes in regards to everything, (laughs) absolutely everything. And even the seemingly mundane, simple things that we do day in and day out, such as interacting with other people, going to the grocery store, traveling, going to dinner, trying to park your car somewhere. Things are just seeming more like challenging and cumbersome. Am I the only one? Let me explain. So do you guys know about the Nextdoor app? I'm sure you do. I'm sure you guys know all about this app. I am one of those people that like lives under a rock. So by the time I find out about these things, I am very much in the dark and have been for a while. But I recently got on Nextdoor. It's kind of a long story. I thought I lost my cat a few weeks ago. It was absolutely horrifying. And I jumped on. I was like, oh my gosh, I've heard of Nextdoor. I'm going to jump on there and see if anyone can find my my little kitty cat. But um, I did find her. She is home. She is safe. So I, I have these like notifications now that from next door, like I get emails and stuff. I think, I'm sure you guys do too. And I know that you can turn off the notifications and I'm this close to doing so. But I'm realizing now, no matter where you are or what you're doing, there's probably someone recording you on their phone. It is incredible. I am honestly impressed is the word that comes to mind with some of the things that we're able to have proof and evidence of just by having a cell phone now. And in many ways, it's been it's been really good. It's been absolutely a good thing to seek justice for certain things that just were not uh, coming to light originally. But now I almost feel like we kind of overdo it sometimes. And I mean, I totally get it. There are horrible things that happen in all neighborhoods, most neighborhoods around the country, mine included, And I'm so glad that there's people kind of out there on Neighborhood Watch, but it's kind of started to get to me a little bit that I almost feel now, and I've felt this way for a little while, not just with the Nextdoor app, but I feel like it's almost as if I am walking on eggshells or a little nervous, again, paranoid that someone's going to catch me doing something. I mean, not that I do things, right? Bad things. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like someone's just going to like maybe have a problem with something I'm doing and now all of a sudden it's on the next door app. Okay, you guys, what I'm getting at here is that I'm finding a lot of overlap between my experiences with navigating the physical realm and the spiritual realm. And I'm finding that the two are pretty, they're pretty much the same. They're not the same. Of course, they're, they've got their differences, but they are very interconnected and intertwined. And the way we show up in one of the realms affects the way we show up in the other. And it's kind of like a few years ago when doctors and psychologists started to realize the mind-body connection 
right? That the emotions and thoughts you have in your mind play a role in your physiological health and well-being. Our thoughts and our emotions play a huge role in our physical health. And whether you're aware of that or not, or really whether you believe that or not, doesn't make a difference. (laughs) And I, I found that it's the same thing with spirituality and the physical realm. Whether you're aware of the spiritual realm, of spirits, of energy, of the subtleties, it doesn't matter. It's still there and it's still connected and it's still intertwined. And once I realized this, I let go of a lot of anxiety around, I guess, this measurement or comparison to where I'm at or I was at, you know, compared to other people or even people that seemingly have no realization that there's another side that's constantly interacting with the with our physical world. It doesn't matter. There, There's no comparison. There's no, I get to point A before you do. That's not even real. It's just something we made up in our in our human minds. And I find that there's a lot of anxiety around this idea that, oh my gosh, there's something that I'm not doing or I'm not aware of, or I'm blocking myself from this the spirit world. Or I'm I'm blocked from what it is I'm actually called here to be doing and learning. And that's just, it's not true. It's a distraction. It's It's unnecessary thought to have around connection we have to the spirit world. The flip side of that is, and I have found myself in this mindset too, is that I need to somehow keep separating myself from the physical realm, keep limiting my attachments, limiting my experiences that tie me to the physical world to become more tied or connected to the spiritual realm. And that's not the case either. So again, once I unlifted the veil of this illusion that there's two separate worlds or two separate entities, realms that I have to choose between living in one or the other, and in order to get stronger in my ties to one or the other, I had to cut one off. That's not that's not the case either. And so I really hope this helps some of you guys who are also struggling with, with this. And even if you seem like you're so far off the path or so far away from where you should be or you should be doing something else or something more, that's just not how you get there. We get there from embracing both ties and embracing what it's what it means to be fully human and also embracing what it means to have a more subtle spiritual energetic component to ourselves guys thank you so much for staying tuned staying patient with me thank you so much for checking in with me i will see you in the next episode